Welcome to a short episode, just a, a, one of the uh, weekend microcasts that I like to occasionally do to kind of keep, uh, keep keep the flow going. I got a nice letter from Sean Coleman mentioning his favorite set was 91-92 Upper Deck Basketball. And so I'm going to look into that. Uh, thanks, Sean, for your question. Well articulated, and and uh, I'll try to embellish a little bit for a set that's uh, uh, had a lot of fanfare coming out and now is not considered uh, an iconic set, other than the fact that it was Upper Deck's first basketball set, as well as the most expensive basketball uh, issue, at least in packs, up to that point. So, uh, again, had a lot going for it at the time. First, thanks to the sponsors, uh, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication, ComC.com, Burbank, Sports Cards, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Heritage Auctions, Huggins & Scott Auctions, Tops, Panini, and Upper Deck. So Upper Deck, here's one of your sets from almost 30 years ago now. As I said, the uh, it was Upper Deck's very first venture into it. I would not call the, if you if you still found an open product of 91-92 Upper Deck Basketball, I would not consider it junk wax uh, for uh, my definition of junk wax there's the potential for the Jerry West uh, autograph card, which I think is, uh, which is a great card. It was a great card. The the uh, the Jerry West heroes, not so tough, but the autograph version, uh, especially with the seating and the uh, odds of uh, getting one of those. When I when I was in uh, middle school, I guess Jerry West was one of my heroes. And uh, aside from being a great player and the guy on the logo, he has been an amazing executive, a basketball executive. So he's obviously. Uh, got a lot going for him. His autograph would be uh, would be desirable. The cards are pretty. I think we always talk about condition sensitivity. I think the the upper deck uh, those those early upper deck sets were, if not condition insensitive, they 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 weren't impervious to damage, but they came out of the pack uh, uh, pretty strong condition. So you can expect to get nines and nine point fives and even tens, uh, PSA tens for sure on. Um, Upper decks, but again, not uh, uh, not that it was. Uh, well, it was it was produced in enough quantity that their their the price is not. Um, let's just say it's not gone up. I was looking back into my archives and I realized that the first appearance of ninety one ninety two upper deck basketball was not until February of ninety two, at least in our in our monthly price guide. Uh, that's not surprising to me. Generally, we had a little bit of a wait-and-see attitude back in those days. Uh, it being Upper Deck's very first set, we probably waited until we had sufficient uh, market information in order to uh, have uh, accurate prices. <laughs> and the accurate prices, which I assure you they were accurate to the, the best of our ability at that time, but we showed the complete set at $40, which you can, I think you could buy a couple of them for that now. Uh, but it was $40. And additional bad news, that was just for the first 400 cards, the first series. There was a second series that of, of 100 cards. So it's a 500-card set now that you can get for, uh, I think, 20 25 30 bucks, And, in you know, un, you know, very, very, very nice. And yet it was 40 bucks. And I'm looking at that first price guide, and Matumbo Rookie was $9. And uh, Larry Johnson was 5 bucks. And, again, those... Those were accurate prices at the time, but uh, now, if you uh, the, now, why would this be Sean's uh, favorite set? Uh, partly because there's some great uh, there's some great stuff in there. There's lots of uh, lots of um, uh, special cards and combo cards and uh, slam dunk cards and all star cards and things like that. So there were a lot of extra cards. So there are several cards of Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, uh, Magic Johnson, some of the the, uh, the the more popular players of the time. And again, with 500 cards in a set, you have a chance to get most of the players that are that are in the league. Uh, 
uh, at, uh, at, at that size of a set. So you've got a chance if you open up a box to have a, a several cards that are going to be of, of your favorite players and a, and a very representative uh, opportunity. The one card that Sean brought <laughs> to my attention, which I'd kind of forgotten about it, it's the, uh, I'm not sure what that was called, the, the um, classic confrontations. Yeah, Bird, Larry Bird versus Chuck Person. And so it's Bird versus Person. It's got uh, Larry uh, Legend staring down uh, Chuck Person. And so I thought, well, a bird versus person sounds like a not a fair fight, a bird against a person. But then you realize the person, Chuck Person, his nickname was the Rifleman. So I'm not sure that the Upper Deck people, they probably were that clever at the time. But uh, And then you look at all the old footage of, uh, of uh, NBA games, and you can see that that uh, they, they guarded each other. I mean, they were both kind of, um, I don't know if that would be power forward uh, at that point, but uh, Chuck Person was a, was a was it was a dead eye shooter. And so I think that's how he got his nickname. Uh, and, uh, and, you know, he's guarding Larry, Larry's guarding him and they had, they, they had their battles. So the bird versus person, uh, is, uh, is clever, is interesting and actually is uh, rooted in real life. So perhaps that's another reason why Sean really likes this set. And, uh, I, I liked it too when it came out. It, it was one of the sets that when, when Upper Deck got into basketball, just like when they got into baseball and hockey. And football, they brought uh, their uh, printing technology and uh, generally uh, a very positive. So thank you, sponsor. Uh, I'll have chances to do tops and panini sets uh, at, in a future episode. But for now, signing off. Thanks, Sean. Thanks, listeners. Be back again uh, uh, probably on Monday with, a, with another full episode.